0: The news cycle used to be easy to predict. I I guess back years ago, uh, before I became a newsman, the news cycle may have been a little longer. But ever since CNN became a thing in, in the 80s, the news cycle was 24 hours. You know, a story was a story for 24 hours, and then sometimes there'd be a reaction to that first story and maybe a follow-up. But generally, things were in the news for 24 hours. Now with Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat and, and all of that and all the cable news networks, you have a much faster news cycle. Stories break every hour, every minute. Now, while that means that there is, in theory, more news, it also means that news has a shorter shelf life. What is a news story on Monday is oftentimes forgotten by Friday, and no one's going to remember it next week, week after that, week after that. Which is why I'm I'm going to be interested to watch what happens with Netflix and Disney and all of these actors and actresses all these movie and production companies who say they're not going to work in the state of Georgia if Georgia's abortion law actually becomes law. You've seen this last week. Bob Iger, the head of Disney, said that it would be difficult for them to film because there are a lot of actors who just don't want to go. They're taking this stand as somehow the governor or the duly elected representatives of the state of Georgia are going to buck? What you 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 mean? Alyssa Milano doesn't? She's not going to come and film? Oh no! Now a lot's been made of this. That this is just the latest bullying tactic, right? That this is what we get. It's not just virtue signaling. It's virtue bullying. It's lifestyle bullying. Disney, Netflix, these actors and actresses are trying to bully the people of Georgia to think the way that they think in California. We've said it before, said it again, said it a million times. Here on the WISN Morning Briefing, federalism allows California to be California, but it also allows Georgia to be Georgia. Now, this is not some elected official trying to use the power of the government to force Georgia to change. It is these people in Washington, D.C., not Washington, D.C., in Hollywood, who are trying to force Georgia to change. But there's a reason that they came to Georgia in the first place. It's not the wonderful people. It's not the Waffle House and the Crystal. It's not the beautiful, wondrous nature of the hills north of Atlanta. The movie business is a business. And Disney and Netflix and everybody else who makes movies and television realize that it's cheaper to make their movies or their television or whatever it is that they're filming. It's cheaper to film in places like Georgia. In New Orleans, and Toronto, and Vancouver. See, the state of California, with all of its well-meaning, progressive laws and regulations, union requirements, living wage mandates, chased the movie business in many ways out of Southern California wife if your wife watches the Lifetime movie Network, you've seen something shot in Toronto or Vancouver. A lot of the things that are supposedly shot in Chicago are actually shot in Toronto. Now, Chicago has a nice little film industry, but it's not very cheap. Again, there's a reason that Netflix, there's a reason that the Walking Dead is shot in Georgia. And it's not just because there are beautiful landscapes. That state opened up its borders to the film industry. Tax credits, incentives. They understood how to make the business of Hollywood thrive in Georgia. Now, if that business dries up, it's not going to force a change in a law. It's going to put a lot of people who run catering companies and who are lighting technicians and who are extras. They're not going to have a job. But where's Hollywood going to go? Because the next state that is cheap to film in, the next state that is going to offer all sorts of incentives, is going to be another red state. There's a reason that red states are open for business. There's a reason that these conservative-leaning states are attractive to Hollywood. They're cheap to film in. They're not going to say, well, okay, you can come, but you got to hire this guy in the union, and you got to pay this, and you got to, no, 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 no. These red states are like, you want to come and film? Great, fantastic, awesome. But here's the problem. There's going to be some unacceptable law in those states as well. Now, eventually, some reporter is going to ask a star in one of those junkets, one of those Entertainment Tonight-esque junkets, Hey, this movie was shot in, -in fill-in-the-blank, unacceptable Republican Midwestern state. And that's when the news cycle again will start on all of this. And you'll probably see some actors say, Ah, you know what, man, I don't want to be in that state. I don't want to be in this state. But Hollywood's a business. And it's only going to be so long before Disney or Netflix or AMC or any of these other production companies any of these other big movie businesses realize that they're losing 10 15 20%. The cost to shoot in California, the cost to shoot in Chicago, the cost to shoot in places that aren't Georgia is going to be that much. Not every movie they shoot is is going to be uh is gonna be endgame. Not everyone's gonna be a billion-dollar moneymaker. That five, that ten, that fifteen, that twenty percent, that turns a movie from a loser to a winner. I'm sure that there are a lot of people taking principled stances in Hollywood right now. We will never support a state that doesn't support our view of the world. But Hollywood's a business. And when you give Hollywood the, the choice between morals and business i don't think morals wins out it's gonna be a while it's gonna be a good six months a year two years but we're gonna see we're gonna see where disney netflix and all these actors go because again at the end of the day it's about making money it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper